Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Your fearless Feet to the Fire host is going to be on Bill Spadia this morning. That is New Jersey 101.5 with conservative talk show host Bill Spadia. I'm doing a brief segment to let people know about the great event at our church this evening, an education seminar on the new newly introduced New Jersey transgender sex ed curriculum standards, which are nothing less than demonic and disturbing, to say the least. So that's tonight. I'm going to be on Bill Spadia to get the word out about that. I have already given to you several times all of the stats on illegal immigration in 2022. I'm not going to redo that. We know it's over 2.2 million encounters of illegal immigrants at the border and all of the other internal stats on that. I was talking yesterday and will continue now on the philosophical problems associated and inherent with illegal immigration. Again, by way of review, in no particular order, Number one, it makes assimilation impossible, and so it destroys our national identity as Americans when we are a splintered collection of disparate ethnic cohorts that still maintain greater allegiance to their culture, the language, the values, and the traditions of your sending original nation from where you came, rather than the actual country wherein you now reside. We need cultural cohesion, unity, a singular American identity, same language, same customs, same laws, same values, shared identity, so that we stick together with that patriotic glue we call Americanism. That's the only way a nation can stand. Number two, we said illegal immigration imports a dependent class, which not only strains our infrastructure, but also keeps people poor, dependent, illiterate, needing government subsidies and government handouts, and it doesn't add to our collective productivity. Along with that, It creates rank-and-file Democrat voters who remain enslaved to the government because they need government handouts and they vote for the party that gives government handouts, which is the Democrats. And so we've said so many times, illegal immigration is nothing more than a Democrat voter drive. Can I read you from this article from the Daily Caller I've been mentioning? A disturbing movement is picking up steam on the left, letting non-citizens vote. Left-wing activists are going all in with their demands to let non-citizens vote, and Washington, D.C. just took up the charge. The D.C. City Council advanced a bill to let anyone vote in local elections, regardless of citizenship and immigration status, as long as they live in the city for just 30 years. This is ridiculous. And, and this is what I've, always, I've said, and Rush always said, and conservatives who are clear-minded and honest will always say, 
Democrats and leftists' ultimate goal is to get rid of elections. Get rid of elections. I know that sounds crazy, but that's what they want to do because that's how our Republican, small r, Republican system is sustained, self-government elections. They want to get rid of elections. And since they can't come out flat out and do that, then what they do is render elections useless, null and void, ineffective, worthless. How do they do that? Well, 2020, cheat, make them completely dishonest and irrelevant. You don't win the election, find ballots in the back of a truck, in the back of a car, find fake ballots, dead people voting, and now illegal immigrants voting. Render the elections useless through corruption and also by diluting the voting population. By changing the electorate, you can change the elections. And so that is their ultimate goal. They are anti-small r Republicans, anti-self-government. If Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, continuing with the Daily Caller, signs the Local Resident Voting Rights Amendment Act of 2022, an estimated 50,000, can I lean in, please? In one city, 50,000 non-citizen residents, including those here illegally, would be free to cast ballots in local elections. This is self-destructive to a republic. This is the definition of insanity that a republic would permit this. There is nothing in the measure, quote, furthermore, to prevent employees at embassies of governments that are openly hostile to the United States from casting ballots or foreign students who are studying abroad in Washington for a semester. So in other words, literally anybody in D.C. can vote where there's ambassadors and embassies and uh, delegates from other nations, some of whom hate our country, they can vote. The article says, there you have it. Our nation's capital is ready to hand ballots to people working against our nation's interest. And then the article says, why? And answers pure politics. Here it is. The left is looking for ways to shift the country's politics by fundamentally changing who can vote. Even the Washington Post concedes that progressives hope that reshaping the electorate will allow them to reshape local politics, prodding D.C. further to the left. This is what I've been telling you. Their intention is to dilute the voting electorate. Under the euphemistic tag of the tagline of, quote, expanding democracy, left-wing activists across the country are working to hand the vote to imprisoned felons, children, and non-citizens, all groups that they calculate are more likely to be, here it is, liberal. After all, why let the people choose their government when you can have the government choose its people? And there are plenty of people to choose from. Consider that over 5 million illegal immigrants have entered the United States in just the two years since President Joe Biden was elected. And franchising them in local races creates a powerful, perverse incentive for politicians to excuse or even demand an ongoing humanitarian crisis on the border so long as it feeds a steady stream of transient voters willing to back a far-left agenda. At least 15, do you hear that? Over 5 million illegals. This is crazy. This is, this is suicide, national suicide. At least, this has nothing to do with racism. I'm so tired of that. Oh, you're racist against 
people from other countries, xenophobic, you, you're anti-Hispanic. Give me a break. This is logically national suicide. At least 15 municipalities nationally have enfranchised non-citizens to vote in local races, including major cities like San Francisco and New York. The Big Apple's law is virtually identical to Washington, D.C.'s pending measure. Anyone in the city for 30 days can vote, including illegal aliens. Now, that measure was challenged in court, and earlier this year, a New York Supreme Court judge struck it down for violating the state constitution. Good for them. But had it gone into effect, listen to this, 800,000 non-citizens would have been handed the vote in New York City. Almost a million people. Crazy. All right. I said also yesterday, it exploits people like cattle. It's institutionalized slavery because it treats people as a human commodity for votes and cheap labor while intentionally keeping them poor. Also, illegal immigration, we know, has all kinds of evil invading. Through illegal immigration is where we're getting the influx of fentanyl, opioids, terrorists, criminals, and sex trafficking. That's what's coming in over the border. And so rather than saying we're not compassionate as conservatives, we're racists and xenophobes because we're against illegal immigration. Actually, we are the compassionate ones because we don't want people being treated like slaves. We don't want all of this destructive evil coming in over the border and victimizing not only the immigrants themselves, but the good citizens, our neighbors, in America, our fellow citizens, we don't want people victimized by all of this evil. We're the compassionate ones standing against this unrighteousness, and it is the left who is not compassionate at all, full of hatred towards their fellow man and humanity, and totally willing to see people exploited and to see people victimized so they can gain the advantage politically, exploit people for votes, and then, and then abuse them for cheap labor. Now who's the compassionate ones? And finally, this illegal immigration not only allows all kinds of evil to invade, but it actually rewards bad actors who Trump likes to call bad hombres. It enriches criminals, drug lords, gangs, coyotes, and people who smuggle and traffic humans. There is the sexual exploitation of kids without question happening at the border and in the interior when these Illegals are released into the country, sexual exploitation of kids, especially girls, and it is enriching all of the human traffickers and coyotes who are getting tons of money and drug lords to get these people, which I said are being treated like commodities from Latin American countries up into the U.S. And I've got more data on that. Let justice roll down like waters, America and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. The left is the party of hatred, exploitation, and wickedness. That is their platform. And we as conservatives, when we take our stand for the rule of law with a sound, philosophical, biblical foundation and underpinning, it is we who are taking the stand for compassion and righteousness. See you tomorrow.